Noun. One. Crawdaddy. Small freshwater decapod crustacean that resembles a lobster. This according to the free dictionary at www.thefreedictionary.com. And there we go. Cat plus one. 1. 1.5. I'm a large man. Ugh. Gross. Gross. Oof. Yeah. And Thanksgiving uh, is right around the corner, which doesn't help anybody's figure. Kevin Moss here. Well, there. Here is uh, Capulets Media. Uh, Cat plus one. Uh, Capulets.xyz. This is the most ramshackle of a show, uh, this little Cat plus one series. So... Whatever you want to do with it, go ahead, you know. Uh, you show, actually, you checked in, uh, we, we talked in the green room, you know, before we started recording a little bit. <laughs> you, 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 showed me a, you showed me a bottle. What, what, what do you got there again? I did. I am uh, I'm drinking the Stave and Steel Cabernet Sauvignon. It's a California 2016 bourbon barrel aged. Uh, on the back it says, age brings wisdom. Sure. And bourbon barrel aging brings boldness. B- brings what? Boldness. Boldness. Why did I hear bulkiness? That would no, be that's a awesome. well, that's... Richter. <laughs> this sure. wine is a bit bulky. <laughs> yes, it's a bulky <laughs> wine. It's, it's, a, it's of a cumbersome sort, <laughs> this particular wine offering. Hey, you know, we're, we're on, this is going to be a podcast, meaning audio, but this is a video chat. So you saw me, I don't know if you're going to call me out on it, how some people feel about, you know, I just lit a cigar with a Bic. Uh, I think that, uh, I actually keep a Bic in my car, and sometimes mm-hmm. I take them around with me because they are a great backup. I don't use one that much, but if it's a flame, it's a flame. Let me see if I can give a boost here to this. There we go. Do I sound any better here? Mm-hmm. All right. You sound good. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I tried to get incredibly lazy, but then uh, I felt guilty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a bit lighter. It's functional. It works. It's fire. You know, like, I, I, I try not to be on social media much, but I am. And I, I was just cruising through uh, one of the – three billion Facebook cigar smoking groups. <laughs> and uh, I, I couldn't help but notice somebody posted a cigar meme to about 400,000 of those groups at the same time. And uh, it wreaked momentary havoc with my feed there, which is another thing I hate about Facebook. But it was it was pretty much like uh, every smoker's worst nightmare. And it showed a picture of somebody lighting a cigar with a thick lighter. And uh, I prefer big lighters. And I'll, and here I am, a professional smoker. I feel like it's a it's the OG soft flame. It, it's, it's exactly the soft flame. I I don't like those torches. I don't need. I saw somebody else advertise a torch with like five points of laser. Mm-hmm. Five. I, did see that. I saw that same post. <laughs> five. What are you doing? Uh, I mean, if maybe if you're a large ring gauge smoker, that might be effective. But maybe if you're a large ring gauge smoker in a wind tunnel, yeah, out, with your head hanging out the window like uh, uh, Ace Ventura. <laughs> right. Uh, what do you need that for? I'll, I'll tell you one thing: I hate more than that, though, because I don't really hate that. It's just a go figure. But uh, how pretentious the cedar spill lighters are—the guys that light the cigars on the cedar spill. With this, mm. like they light the cedar stick, and then they take their cedar stick and they light their cigar with it. That's. Uh, I, I mean, I want to hit that. I want to slap it out of their hands every time I see them. I've tried it as a, you know, let's let's see what it's like, and I don't find it any more or less effective than a bic lighter. I mean, it, you do get like that cedar aroma from it, but uh, <laughs> it's shortly followed by all the smoke that you're going to smoke anyway. So. It's, uh, I, I guess for some reason the pretentiousness behind that I dislike, but I think like the performance factor of it, I, it is I guess a soft flame by definition. I would right. prefer that still to the, to the five points of laser lights 
that I saw, which is just, I don't know, who needs that? <laughs> who needs that? Who uh, needs yeah. that? I think, I think what the traditionalists always say you're supposed to use like a wooden match, right? Uh, yes, and that is actually my preferred method, believe it or not, but it's just there's something about the big lighter that's so easy. And, yeah, and I and I do understand that that there's several professional smokers employ big lighters. And you know what? There is a whole movement on on that Facebook group that you were talking about. Is there? Well, I'm glad I missed that. Posting pics of their cigars with their Bix. With their Bix. Wow. Mm -hmm. What a world. (laughs) What a world. That's great. Why does anybody go there? Why does anybody do Facebook? What a time to be alive. What a time to be alive. It's, uh, I, I, I like the convenience of the BIC. And I, I don't know, I just, uh, I don't even know why I brought it up. It's just uh, a thing, you know. It's, it's uh, You know what's better than BIC? Hmm. The Jeep. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, harder I don't to know. find. Harder <laughs> to find. I feel like Dollar Tree might be, like, your best. Harder to find. The Jeep Dollar Tree was a good, the, the pack of eight for a dollar. Yeah. And the I wheels mean, as long fall as... off. As long as you don't roll down into like the scripto, you know, like those mm-hmm. uh, those like see-through <laughs> ones. Uh, the Jeep, to me, the Jeep seems more purposefully designated toward uh, or, or, or or pointed toward cigar smokers for some reason. It's, it's, it's bigger and fatter. It's bulkier. Right. It seems more cigar-y. Right. Uh, one of my first cigar accoutrement experiences was. A uh, this must have been like 15 years ago. Some brand I can't remember had a, a personalized the Jeep with their insignia on it. I, I was I was just gonna bring that up. Is that uh, I I feel like that's still a thing, where you know some people uh, get wrapped up in like, oh I got this really cool lighter from my favorite company, and when you look at it, you're like, oh buddy, that's a the Jeep with a sticker on it. <laughs> I bet I bet you they're all roughly 15 years old, even the ones you're getting <laughs> handed now. They're just refurbished. Not even refurbished. It's like, how do you get rid of five thousand the Jeep lighters with your brand logo on it? I mean, they're not flying off the shelves. You know, here, take this, please. It takes a while to work through the amounts of water <laughs> from the backstock. The backstock. You you sit you're sitting on some stock. You have some overhead with the Jeeps. Well, not bad. There's another brand, too. What's that other one, the disposable lighter company? I have one, actually. I was in Walmart the other day and needed a Bic, and I had to get It's a Canadian thing. It's a Canadian brand, I believe. God damn it. Click Clipper? Is it Clipper? I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that. I'm going to I'm gonna break one of my rules and do a little internet researching. I'll give it a Google. recording this. You, and, are, uh, you are substantially closer to Canada than I am. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You could tell by all the white people I'm surrounded with constantly. Clipper, <laughs> Clipper lighter. Uh, yeah, it's uh, the Clipper lighter, and uh, it's a name brand of refill. Oh, I didn't realize it was refillable. Yeah, but it's Clipper, and I dare say uh, they're saying here they're the second biggest uh, lighter manufacturer behind Bic. But I dare say. That this clipper has shown me a little something. I mean, what's, lighter. what's second place in the big lighter market? Cl- well, yeah, nobody's no, nobody's I, gonna kind nobody's of a question know yet. I have no clue. Yeah, you even say, if, yeah, I mean, even if you saw it, you're gonna be. Uh, is that a big lighter? That's the first it, first it thing looks, you go for. It looks like a big lighter, but it's like more angular. Mm. It, 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 I mean, it looks like a big. For like, if I was to like hold it up, light it. It it looks like a bic. This is a bic. I'm showing you now, for the sake of the podcast audience. But uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. But anyway, so what, what do you have? I, I I touched on my lighting preference for. Uh, I use a little wine. bit of everything. Uh, for lighting my cigars, I use a little yeah, bit of everything. Did you, did you ever light your cigar on the stovetop? I've not done that. Would you believe I said me either? Probably. I don't know. I have an electric stove. It would be awfully difficult to... Oh, no, 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 no. Au contraire. Mon ami. <laughs> um, I don't know why I slipped into Francais. But, uh, no, it, it, I have an electric stovetop as well. And on rare occasion, 
when uh, it, and not for review cigars, but when I just want to smoke a cigar and I don't have a lighter handy, I'll fire up the the, the little stovetop thing and I'll light a cigar. Not a bad light. It's kind of like an oversized old school car lighter. Like it, it, actually, it's the same size as like a '73 Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> or, or 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 the same year's Pontiac. Yeah, yeah like, that, like it was like a '73 Lamaze had the same thing in it. I had a Lamaze, mm. actually. I had a '78. Was it huge? It had like I'm not a car guy, but I'm gonna try to sound like one now. It had a 455 in it. It's big block. Yep. Oh shit, dude! My I goodness. That, that's a land yacht, is what that was. It was a two door. I remember I, I, I was dating a, a, a more uh, demure, petite woman at the mm. time. This was years ago. And I had to help her open and close the door. Because it was 950 pounds? It was 975 pounds, actually. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. And, yeah, and then, when, and then when, you, when you closed the door, did you say something like, they don't make them like they used to? <laughs> I said something every time to that effect now that you mentioned it, but nobody heard because the slam was incredible. It, absolutely uh, deafening, uh, like a thunderclap, and you knew you were in business. And <laughs> that thing, like I, I'm a slow driver. I don't like driving. I'm not, one of, uh, I'm not a car guy. I'm not a driver guy, but I'm a slow, very careful driver, and yet still terrible. And... Uh, <laughs> This this that vehicle you would like tap the gas. Two things would happen. You would tap the gas. You'd be thrown back in your seat, and the gas gauge would go down a notch. <laughs> that is that. That's that four fifty five. That's that four fifty five, son. Trying trying to move all that weight. Trying <laughs> trying to get trying to get me and my hundred and four pound uh, significant other at the time down the highway, right. off to Applebee's for a night out, as you do. A wild know. night for some boneless wings. Oh, man. You, you know, there's an Applebee's right down the, I won't say right down the block, but my side of town. And uh, I've never been there. So this isn't much of a story. I don't feel like you're missing much. Did you ever... I know, I know exactly what I'm missing. It's nothing, but you're right. Yeah, go, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Did, you ever, uh, did you ever really stop and think about what a boneless wing is? It's a chicken nugget. Thank you. Yeah, that's all it is. It's a chicken nugget. It's 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 a chicken nugget for adults that are embarrassed that they want chicken nuggets. But I would recommend <laughs> get yourself a chicken nugget because it's cheaper and the same thing. I'd much prefer a chicken strip. I don't Over. like the shape. I don't like the planks. I don't like the plank shape. I have to disagree with you there. I like the poppable. You don't have to bite into it. You pop a nugget mm. in your mouth and you're good. I think that's golden. You you dip it. I'm not a dipping guy. I'm a plain and dry guy. But uh, if I was a dipping guy, you dip it, and you don't have to double dip. Or if you're plain and dry like I am, uh, you just pop it in your mouth. How about popcorn shrimp? Popcorn shrimp is good. All shrimp is good, I feel like. If you like shrimp, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Uh, pop, popcorn chicken? Oh, I have a question for you. Okay. Huh. Uh, a theoretical here. If I was talking about fast food mm. and you had uh, the option between fried fish and french fries and you were going to text somebody after you had the conversation about fried fish and you said, don't worry about the FF, please get me something else, were, were we talking about the fried fish or the french fries? French fries. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. French fry FF is universally uh, French fries. I want to say there was oh. a brief period of time when it was a hashtag on Twitter. FF, you remember Follow Fridays? Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so in the order of what that is, what FF would mean to me, it would mean French fries. It would mean Follow Friday, or it and and then. Uh, it might never actually appear on the list that it potentially could mean fried fish. And I'll publicly go on the record and say that I was wrong when I assumed it meant fried fish based on the previous conversation, and I messed up somebody's order. I don't know if you heard that story, but... Um, no, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I definitely dropped the ball on that one and, and did not get the fried fish when I was supposed to. So, 
So what did you yeah. do? You, 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 you circled back thinking your, your job was complete, your chore was done with, with, a, with a side order of fries? No, no, I didn't even get the fries. You didn't get the fries. You didn't get anything. You, it, no, it, I, got, it, I got a bunch of sides instead because that was the request. Instead of the fries, it was supposed no, to be other sides. I don't even understand what's happening now. And I happening. just went all sides. It was, it, long story short, FF is the universal code for French fries. I learned that the hard way. I don't. It's so confusing. I'm trying to pull apart this story. So you were sent to the store, to the I, restaurant. So, so we, we were going to order name food. the restaurant. You can name the restaurant if you want. It's uh, Chap, Chap's Pit Beef in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, fantastic place. Oh, wait a second. I thought you were going to be like McDonald's, and I don't care. No. I'm not giving a shout-out to some mom-and-pop joint. It's not only a mom-and-pop joint. It's the premier mom-and-pop joint in the strip club parking lot in Baltimore, Maryland on Pulaski Highway. Not a sponsor. Yeah, not. But if you want to, you can sponsor me, and I'll eat pit beef sandwiches <laughs> all day long. Uh, so, so, so you're on the way to the mom and pop joint. So I asked the person that was getting the food, who does not eat meat, I said, they have a fried fish platter. Would you like that? And he said, yes. And I said, okay. And I left. So I, I get a text that says, uh, I don't. Uh, instead of the FF, please get these sides instead. It was like green beans, baked beans, and macaroni and cheese. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe he doesn't want fried fish. I'll just get the sides, and we'll be good to go. Well, yeah, I didn't, I didn't I'll, put I'll, it all... I'll, 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 no, hold on. I'll tell, I'll tell you one thing. I'll tell you one thing. As we're pulling this apart, as we're unpacking this even more, um, I'm starting to see where your confusion might stem from. I did not realize you were getting this for a vegetarian. Am I right? Did, did I hear that correctly? Vegetarian. Oh, that's like a Catholic, but they separated, um, they're like Lutheran, the pescatarians, right? I feel like it's really just like a picky person. <laughs> a pescatarian. Yeah, it, it's a, I don't eat meat, but fish doesn't count, even though they have a face. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Even though they're just uh, water meat. They're water meat. <laughs> yeah. No, under, but, underwater meat. For, first of all, I, I don't want to be sexist, and these are delicate times we live in. But is this a woman or a, is this a female oh, or a no, male? No, no, no. This is a grown man. This is a grown man. Yes, a grown man. And, and again, these are these are delicate times, and I'm not trying to be sexist or assume gender roles or apply or assume gender or apply uh, gender roles after making some kind of wacky assumption as far as someone's gender. But it's. It, it, Seems to me the pescatarians I know uh, are of the female, the fairer sex, the the, the 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 that gender. I think this is the only pescatarian I know, so I don't really have like a gender group to base it off of. Hmm. But uh, it's something that I'm not interested in. Well, first of all, I don't even like fish necessarily. I can't I mean, remember the I, last I do. Time. I I like fish. I like seafood. Uh, fish is good. I'll tell you what, uh, on, on the last episode of this, I talked about tuna fish with, uh, with Phil. Mm. Uh, the last uh, Cat Plus One, which was also the first Cat Plus One, meaning this is the second did. Cat Plus One. Uh, I like it, uh, the canned tuna fish, but I also, as you seem to be aware, also I'm under the assumption that it will eventually kill me or at oh. least threaten to make me very ill. Or, or that, or... Um... I mean, it's a staple of life, I guess, for some people, but I could also live without canned tuna fish and be perfectly fine. I, I could live without it and be perfectly fine, but sometimes I do have a craving, particularly for canned fish, for tuna fish. But like, sometimes I, it'd be like that. I know, it'd be like that sometimes, but it, it, I never have a craving for any other kind of fish. And I particularly am grossed out by the sea bugs, like crawdaddies. And and shrimps. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't think they call them crawdaddies. What what are they crawdads? Crawls. Crawls. See, this term, is what happens when I try to be oh, man. Urbane, this is good. Naturally, I'm crawdaddy. Crawdaddy. Oh, cra I don't think. Oh, I don't. I don't think is is crawdaddy a genre of porn? Is that if, where my? If it isn't, it is now. Oh, uh, great. I feel like it's just going to be a lot of like New media breaking New, ground. New Orleans, like uh, 
old. Remember the old Girls Gone Wild uh, promos? Yes, they yes, were like on VHS. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I actually knew someone who had all of those up to this, up to that point in time. Anyway, like he like, ordered, brother. I got them all on VHS, and you're like, you are an absolute animal. His his story was his story was that one uh, one drunken evening when he was alone in his apartment, he ordered. Uh, 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 I don't even remember if it was a DVD or a VHS. From New Girls Gone Wild, and apparently, and this is his story. I haven't, I haven't vetted it. I haven't uh, researched it. Once you uh, ask for one and pay for it, they keep sending you more. Or they like a subscription, sending you more as like some kind of uh, like a subscription, subscription box. Yes, like, like here, here we are in uh, Miami Beach, and here we are in uh, New Orleans, and here we are in California. Yeah, it was, it was that kind of thing. But he had. He had a whole section on a shelf. He's uh, like, I, I, I even of, have the girls gone wild. I have the limited edition, you know, uh, Wisconsin. <laughs> right. the, the girls gone wild in Wisconsin, yeah. where they're all wearing one piece, uh, one piece swimsuits and eating cheese. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, this is absolutely out of control. This, this is uh, insane. <laughs> she's, 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 she's taking that cheese was straight from the can. My <laughs> Look God. Let go. her go. <laughs> Let her go. Yeah, she must be three bills on there. Oh my god! And, and anyway. she ain't a lady unless she's two eighty. Uh, uh, yeah, he had. Uh, how do we get on Girls Gone Wild? Well, it was. It was I don't even know uh, promo stuff. I'll, I'll uh, tell you how. Cat, Cat Plus One is the perfect uh, filler, <laughs> if you will. It's a filler show, and I should probably mention that. And I'll mention it. And I mentioned it before. And I mentioned it in writing when I post the shows. These are shows. Uh, Kevin, I'll, I'll address you to try to make this as insulated as possible. Um, these are shows that I have uh, in mind that are going to be like what I put on in a jam. You know, mm-hmm. if something happens and I, I'm lazy and I want to plug something in, here's the show for it. It's just that it's just now Cat Plus One is somewhat regular because it's running on opposite Wednesdays of uh, coffee conversations. Which are, which the coffee conversations are quite entertaining. Oh, they're uh, interesting. Let's talk about that because it's becoming a thing and it's coffee. And I'm running three blogs, Kevin. I don't know if you are aware of that. I, I follow all of them and I check them regularly. And... I'm a busy boy. I'm a busy boy, and uh, and uh, then uh, well, define a blog because I have the podcast blog, which is would make four. I got the cigars, the coffee, the wine, the 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 podcast, the Capitalist Radio Network, and uh, dang, I'm busy. But this coffee conversations, it's plugging me into a whole new group of people, and get this, Kevin, mm. uh, we touched on culture. In the last episode, again, of Coffee Conversations, people want us to dive deeper into the art in coffee culture, the artists, the, the writers. Very good. Um, the painters. Very good segue between craft coffee. I, wanna, I don't even want to call it craft coffee, but... Specialty quality. coffee. Specialty quality coffee? coffee? Maybe specialty, specialty quality? I'm, I'm specialty telling coffee. you. I'm, tell, I'm literally yeah. here telling you what it's called. So specialty coffee and maybe it's, the art community or uh, a little more, I wouldn't want to say eccentric, but a little more cultured community? A, 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 a little more, a little more uh, well, urbane, mm-hmm. and a, a bit more cultured uh, as opposed to just culture, uh, a bit, uh, a bit, interested in the arts really and a lot of artists in turn are interested in the coffee particularly the cafe experience like Hemingway all about the cafe I don't know if you ever heard of Ernest Hemingway uh, he was on uh, uh, the movie goes to camp right or no he, it may be but earlier in his career was in, that a different in, in the final season of uh, Gilligan's Island he played the skipper oh I thought that was a different Ernest Right, no, same yeah, one. Ernest Costa Camp, yeah. Yeah, I think. Different a classic, though. Career, though. Definitely a classic. A horrible movies. But uh, anyway, so, <laughs> so it, it's... I'd rather watch Girls Gone Wild, Wisconsin. 
uh, I feel like there needs to be like a subtitle for that title, like Girls Gone Wild Wisconsin, but it needs to be like um, Heifers on the Loose. Or, sponsored, <laughs> sponsored by Velveeta. Yeah. <laughs> but Easy Cheese. Easy Cheese. <laughs> easy, easy Cheese brings you Girls Gone Wild Wisconsin. No, I think, oh. that, I think that the coffee conversation definitely has a, uh, a segue into the art community, and I think that's a, an important community. Um, you know, some people are really fantastic artists that don't get a lot of credit. I mean, there's some people that make some fantastically cool things out of other things or out of their brains or out of their minds that, you know, and even like urban artists, right? Look at like uh, graffiti or, you know, different uh, styles of um, painting on the streets or busking or there's a lot of, there's a lot that goes into that. I think it's pretty cool. Yeah, and and we'll go. We've had enough of a request, a wave of requests for it that we'll 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 do something. I mean, we have a we have a course plotted already for the shows. It's a six part miniseries, but it might become a seventh if we have to add something. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, but, um, make it crazy. So so opposite of that, every Wednesday, every other Wednesday, is, is this. Uh, where we discuss girls gone wild and crud addies. <laughs> I don't know. I stop calling them that. <laughs> uh, that made me laugh. Um, I feel like somebody from Louisiana is going to listen to this and be absolutely horrified. So I apologize in advance. The good news is, if they, if, if 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 I if I wind up somehow talking to them, I'll understand nothing of what they're saying. No, because it'll and, be like uh, very Cajun-esque, very French and Cajun-esque inspired. Right, I have no idea. I'll just uh, I'll just thank them kindly. Uh, <laughs> always good to hear from a fan, as I like to say. That's right. And uh, we'll move on. And uh, hey, you never know. Maybe we'll wind up getting some uh, some crow daddies together. It might be wild. Uh, might be a good time. Mm. But, uh, yeah. Man. I I see that you have your um, for those that can't see your director of hospitality is with you. For for. The <laughs> For uh, for for those that can't see, which is everyone, right? Other than you, just mm-hmm. being a podcast. Yes, I have my eighty-pound uh, child, my my dog, my my fur baby. Oh, he's my a proud fur dad. baby. He's a proud fur, craw daddy. He's my well, no, I actually, he's my fur baby. I'm his craw daddy. That's right. <laughs> and and uh, this, this this guy uh, just recently ran away while I was talking to your boss on the phone. I hear that he does that quite often. It, it just not in the rain. Interestingly enough, it, my dogs don't like to go outside in the rain. He, it, horrified of rain, like he'll uh, he'll ask to be let out, and I'll open the door, and he'll see it's raining, and go, nah. Yeah, no. I'll just hold it until Proud. it's really inconvenient. Uh, hold, for me. Oh, yours holds it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, for the most part, yes. Uh, they, mm. they they just like to hold it until it's brutally inconvenient. Like, oh, now it's one thirty in the morning. I would like to go. Right, I I really need to go wake up. Yeah, it's it's two in the morning. Uh, throw on a bathrobe. Let's go for a walk. And if, um, and I'm, if you, I'm gonna need you with me. And if you don't wake up in the next thirty seconds, I'm gonna start going when we're going down the stairs. Ooh, the stairs are a tricky part. Mm-hmm. So, so you mentioned something though. Uh, I like you mentioned people that make stuff from other things. Mm-hmm. First of all, I like to consider myself a writer. That that's my foray in its entirety into the world of what might be uh, quite 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 liberally considered art but i love i am very jealous of people that can make stuff like uh, like sculpt stuff paint stuff uh, visual arts right and uh, i particularly like the upscale movement of like upscaling and, things yeah, like like you take you take a piece upcycling, of upcycling. I believe they up, call it upcycling. You take a piece yeah. of junk, like uh, crawdaddies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting all the words wrong. I possibly had a stroke. I don't know, but um, do this you is smell, a show for it. This do you smell burnt it. toast? Uh, a little bit of burnt toast, but predominantly hemorrhaging. Is that normal? <laughs> <There you go. laughs> I, can, I can taste iron. I got. Uh, I taste. I. <laughs> yeah, hmm. but. Uh, <laughs> I, I like the idea of taking a, a what, what someone would consider junk, piecing it together and making it somewhat presentable as uh, as art. But I also like it because I'm a big fan of the 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 con, the hustle, 
And it seems oh, like, just uh, say that. you know, it seems like uh, pulling a wool over somebody's eyes. And I like that as an art form. I, 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 taking that. I saw a meme that said, check this out. It was a picture of a palette. And it said, I made this palette out of my coffee table. <laughs> you know, uh, the opposite of what people... But I think that you're right. I think there is some people that are, are extremely talented in making things out of other things. And then there is some people that are straight in it for the hustle. Of um, I took this palette that I found out, uh, you know, behind the dumpster uh, next to the Home Depot, and I made it into a sign for your wall, and I'm charging you $70 for it. 70 Jesus, I've seen 700 that, I mean, that'd be great. Jesus, I mean, more power to you. And you know. I, I have made things out of other things for people. Um, in terms oh, that's of, that's right. You're a handy fella. You I do. I do. I do. Yeah, I do. Cars, wood, woodworking. Yeah. Right? And um, did you make them out of a pallet? Some of that. Uh, some some of them I have made things out of pallets. Huh. But you know, yeah. But, I, um, I, I I once made a pile of pallets out of pallets when I realized I couldn't make anything from the pallets. Did you make a fire? And then I burnt it? it. Yes, and then I yeah. burnt it. You made a fire out of the pallet of, it was the nice. pile of pallets. It was nice. I remember it. I had a very fruit-forward cab, I want to say, mm. around the fire with a cigar, and it was quite lovely, but I didn't come away with that bookshelf I was promised by Pinterest. I feel like uh, the only thing I'm missing in that is the fire. I have the fruit-forward cab. Mm. I have... Mm. Uh, a pile of wood out here in the garage. There's actually right there is a pile of pallets if you can't see it. Um, right, 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 right. Let's keep referencing uh, visual things that people can't see. Yeah, let me give you visual. Hey, did you see this? Yeah, did take a look at this? it. Just take a look at it. Look at it. I'm not yeah, going to wow. say anything about it. No caption needed. Yeah. Wow. Caption is self-generated. Right. Oof, boy, that's a that's another one of my favorite posts. No caption needed. That's a caption, man. But, and by all definition, if you're a writer, that is a caption. That's a caption. Let me ask you this. How did you get into writing? How did I – this is an interview, so – oh, okay. I've been writing since I was about um, – let me see, maybe eight years old. Did you start, like, journaling, or was it, like, just <laughs> – I started – I like, don't know if just I've doing told like, the story before. I just doing, so like, much. school. No, I, I started a, uh, a monthly newsletter that covered the goings-ons of Beach Haven, which was the apartment complex I lived in in Brooklyn. At eight years old? Uh, no, by then I was probably nine or ten. Because... Uh, I, would love to, I would love to read this. Uh, none of them exist any longer. <laughs> none of them exist. I, I think I went three issues. And um, I would just write little things like uh, like uh, I, I had a neighbor, uh, Oscar, who uh, was the first cigar smoker other than my dad that I was introduced to. He always had like a cigar in his shirt pocket. He was like a mm -hmm. World War Two guy, you know, mm -hmm. short, short kind of fat guy and always wore a cabbie hat and talk like this. I, I feel like in your newsletter, it's like uh, Mrs. Thompson from 3B. Uh, gets gets her sink fixed a lot. Right, but, right. What, what's going on? But I don't think you knew it. Like, it, it wasn't like you knew what was going on. You just reported it as like, yeah. she must have a real bad clog in there. Right. I, 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 and, and honestly, <laughs> I don't remember the actual content of any of them. But no, it, to answer your question, I've, I've been writing as long as, almost as long as I've been reading, really. I mean, yeah, you got your grade eight. So, so yeah, but it never, never with the visual stuff. I did have a moment where I tried cartooning, and uh, I was not bad, but I preferred writing, you know. But hmm. where did I go from there? From there, I, uh, I predominantly didn't go anywhere because, like, ten years later, uh, maybe less than ten years later, I started a fanzine uh, that covered the punk scene mm -hmm. back in the day in my little neck of the woods. Um, was that was that like the CBGB times and? No, I don't think I'm that old. But um, it, it was it was basically what I it, basically I've always journaled, I guess, what I was into. But mm -hmm. I have such a tremendous amount of hubris and ego um, that <laughs> I feel like other people need to see what I'm what what I'm journaling. Like like check this out. 
you know, that kind I of think thing. That, I mean, that's really the point of writing, though, isn't it? I mean, for I, some. For me, particularly, like, a, if it, it, I remember, so you know, how old was I? I was in grade school still, maybe fifth or sixth grade. And we had a musician come in to talk about the guitar into our class. Mm-hmm. And I asked him um, where he plays music or something to that effect, or if he has a, if he has a tape at that time, it would have been. And he said that he predominantly prefers playing just on his lonesome for himself. He finds it enriching, I right. suppose. And I remember, again, fifth or sixth grade, I look at him and I go, are you just not very good? <laughs> because uh, even then, why, uh, why I'm thinking, again, with the tremendous amount of hubris, why would you create something and have nobody see that you're creating it? What, how, how enriching could that be? Like, look what I'm doing alone in my room. You did, you under, did you understand that when you started writing, though? I guess, because one of the first things I did was the Beach Haven Gazette. I think it was called the Beach Haven Gazette. Or even a good name for it. Okay, you know? A flare is a flare, and I got it. Hit the ground right. running on that. But, uh, no, I always like to have an audience, and I don't understand. It, it, honestly, it's part of what I don't get about a lot of this, quote-unquote, cigar media. I don't know if we need to get into it, but a lot of these guys, they suit up. Meaning they'll put on the headset, they'll uh, they'll have a guest, they'll fire up the Facebook, and they'll have a live something that they pass off as a show. And I'm not mentioning anybody by name, but uh, and and you can see the ticker, you can see the amount of people watching. Mm-hmm. So so every once in a while, I'll I'll uh, I'll see some somebody go, I'll get a notification, somebody's live with somebody, and I'll click on it, and the little the little uh, number in the top right or left corner says mm-hmm. like says like two. <laughs> That's you and him. <laughs> That's me and him. This yeah. is way too yeah. intense. This is there's a lot of pressure now. This is uh, what what am I on the show? <laughs> I, I, uh, I feel like there's a, a lighted cigar and start talking about it. What what is uh more there, there drink? Might, there might be an underlying like uh uh, you know, moment of is he is this guy going to interact with me because he's my one watcher? That, then there's the horror of uh, of stumbling on somebody live on Facebook and they go, "Hey, it's Cap, Cap oh, here." The worst. And what do I do? I freeze up and I exit out. <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Backspace. Home button. Uh, I'm out here. I have yeah. I have seen that uh, a lot with some of the live videos, and some of them are good, right? And sometimes we'll interact and say hey and, and whatever, but there is that where they they catch you when you log in, and you don't think they do. So you log in there, it's like oh, I'm just gonna kind of watch and see how this either good or bad thing is going, and then bam, all of a sudden they're like, hey Kev, what's up, man? How Oof. you doing? Oof. How you yeah. doing, bud? Yeah, what's what's new? And you're like, oh, Which, shit. Right, they ask you a pointed question on top of it. You're Not like, just, hey, but uh, what's your favorite color? Yeah, and you're like, I was just in the bathroom and like scrolling through Facebook, and right, right. now now here we are in a in a moment. Just just me and you, intense and intensely. So, but, you know, why I mention that is uh, something you mentioned. Spinning off of that, I like an audience. I fully unashamedly have said several times. I would not do what I do if I had two people watching it, two people listening to it, two people reading it. I would find something else to do. You know. But I think I think the uh, to give you like the positive spin on that is at some point you had to start with two people reading it and two people watching it and two people following it or whatever because you don't you don't start out with a thousand followers and a thousand readers and a thousand subscribers. You have to right. but, you have but, to but, put it out there. I understand that, but two is still low. Yeah, yeah. Uh, two is yeah. still it's that's still like, low. That's you and Mike Weinstein. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then to, and then my, my pet peeve kind of with all of cigar media again, I, I don't know how else to say it. I don't like cigar media, but you know what I mean when I say it. With with all of it, like I don't get how a lot of these things that happen get packaged as quote unquote shows. Because they're just not. Again, not throwing yeah. anybody under the bus, 
you know, it, it seems like uh, just a handy way for a fella to get some free sticks. I have that. I, I guess that they, yes, yes. I'm going to agree. I'm going to agree, and uh, I can't knock their hustle, though. I can't knock people's hustle as um, if they are into cigars or into um, reviewing cigars. But, again, that ties back to our conversation that we had about reviewers is what makes you a reviewer or what makes you – just because you have a uh, the access to the Internet doesn't make you uh, – I answered some, that. Some sort of here, journalist. Here, or, here's my take on what makes a reviewer a reviewer. A body of work – Mm-hmm. And how you know you have a bo- how you know a reviewer has a body of work is that it's obvious. Oh, they have a body of work. There's no clear definition. It's something you know when you see. Oh, they have reviewed several whatevers, and they have it in a readable format where you could approach all of these reviews that they have within their reviewing portfolio. The other thing is, and I forget where I said it. I can't remember where I said it, but. I feel as a reviewer, one of my jobs is to make art from art. Winemaking is an mm. art. Blending cigars is an art. Uh, 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 roasting coffee, somewhat of an art. And I make art from art. Not of art. And I have a portfolio. I, I am I can't, a reviewer. Can't disagree with that. I Somebody am a reviewer. Else. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, that's a, entirely true. And uh. I think you're right that all of those things are an art. Um, I think being engaging in a public setting is also an art. Uh, there is an art to what we're doing right now, and it's right. one of my favorite arts, the the art of banter, conversation. That's a lost art. Exactly. That's why it's so important, uh, honestly. Yeah. And And I'm not saying what we're doing is important. No, um, not at all. But, but but to be able to have conversation and not have somebody step onto their soapbox and talk about religion or politics or anything divisive is a lost art. That's two things that I avoid quite heavily is, is are those two topics. But I think I'm more intrigued about um, the the cross, what is it Crosswinds Gazette or whatever you called it. Beach, Beach Haven Gazette. Beach Haven Gazette. Like, I'm more interested in, in how people got to where they are or how um, people took the chance to do something like uh, a me- open a media outlet or open a blog or open a post or, you know. Let, let, let me get to how I opened Kaplowitz Media. How I opened Kaplowitz Media is a sad story, but it's also a funny story. It, it's a roller coaster of human emotion is what it is. <laughs> It's the human experience in a in a rather artistic nutshell. And what it is is I've always been uh, I've been a chef. <clears throat> I perhaps sold a used car or two, uh, but predominantly a chef uh, and also a writer. Been a freelance writer most of my adult life in some way, shape, or form. And I I was getting tired of selling pieces of writing about stuff I didn't care about. Mm-hmm. And then my wife and I at the time, my wife at the time and I, had a handicapped child, mm-hmm. Henry, and he lived four and a half years and passed away. This is uh, six years ago now. Mm-hmm. And uh, when that happened, I decided that I was no longer in the business of doing anything I did not want to do. Um, and I always liked cigars, so I started writing about cigars. And how I started writing about cigars was I was writing about shitty $2 cigars in the flowery language of the people like who I am now. Mm -hmm. And one thing led to another off of this lark and boutique uh, cigar manufacturers started sending me their wares and I started writing reviews about it and here we are. And and that, uh, that speaks to creativity out of necessity. It, the ultimate uh, mother, uh, mother what, what is it? Necessity is the mother of invention. It is, and and uh, that also speaks to uh, I don't know how to put this creativity uh, out of a period of grief. Right, right. So, so uh, it's how you it's it's, cheap, cheap therapy. It's how you cheap cope therapy. with whatever your situation was was by saying I'm not going to do anything everybody else is going to do. 
I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to do whatever the hell I want. I'm going to do it how the hell I see fit. And people are surprisingly going to give me a little bit of money for it to keep it afloat, which is staggering. But, um, <laughs> kind of cool. Kind of cool. Yeah, this, this works out all right. <laughs> yeah, this is oh, this is fine. Yeah, you know, this, does, this doesn't hurt. Does uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so here I am, uh, just uh, as far as I could tell, just me and James suckling, mm. um, doing our things, not stepping on each other's toes yet. You know, right? He's over in Hong Kong. Uh, <laughs> I'm over here. Two different markets. Two different markets, uh, really not in, in the same ballpark yet. Uh, we're, we're doing good. We're doing good. No turf wars yet. Yet. <laughs> no beef. No beef. No beef yet. Yet. But always keep uh, the beef on the table because you never know. Well, I sure as hell I'm going to be a pescatarian. No, you, you, don't wanna, I mean? you don't want to put the FF on the table. Mm. It, 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 yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to be there for you with that, but you done screwed up. No, no, I I I publicly I offered to make it right. I publicly admitted that I made a mistake. Um, at first, I was I was like, what? I didn't mess this up, and then I was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. I uh, I beefed it up, and that's okay. Dece- uh, decisions were made. Things happened. How do I correct this? It it, it takes a big man. Uh, um, I got. I had a guy with a belly full of beans instead of fish, so it worked out like that. But uh, yeah, I mean that's you know cheap therapy. That's what it, sometimes that's what people need. Yeah, uh, that's definitely what I needed then, and now it's uh, it, it allows me to live a, the, a certain lifestyle. I could be home for my kid. That's good. And that's the yeah. and that's a great part. Do you think that? Let me ask you this question. Do you think that uh, people try to emulate that? as that they're the newest, hottest uh, reviewer or blog or you should follow this because social media is such a prevalent thing in in society. And increasingly in the last, what, nine months or so, that everything has gone to social media as the all-knowing news entities, the all-knowing information highway, right? Do you think that... so, that, So what's the question? Do you think that uh, there's people that emulate it but do it just just to get followers? Oh, of course. Of course. Or that feel is it the feel good factor, or why do they do that? It's an ego stroke, right? Mm-hmm. I have I, I I have I have five thousand Instagram followers. What what does that mean? It means I have five thousand Instagram followers, and I don't. I don't have five thousand Instagram followers. I'm barely on there. But you know what I mean. It's a you're, you're Instagram famous, you're YouTube famous. What does that really mean? It doesn't really mean much. I mean, except for YouTube famous, you get some money. Yeah. Except for that kid unboxing toys that made $23 million. Right. Right. But good for him. Right. He, he is set for life Good for him. Is, is he though? Because it's a, you know, his parents are cashing those checks. (laughs) Cause he was like six. So (laughs) he's got a long haul with that 23 million bucks. Right. if his dad's not a complete asshat, then he might make, he might make it. You know, he might he might have a decent childhood. Did you picture that? His dad yeah. goes into his bedroom one one Saturday morning and he says, "Hey, hey, daddy wants to buy a fishing boat today. Don't you want a fishing boat? Don't you want a fishing boat? Right. Get up and open hey. these toys. I need a Lamborghini." Right. Oh man, and, that, and you, you have to hope that there's some good in that in that family that he can set that kid up. And I'm sure maybe you know he probably did or whatever. But uh, there's there's something there to be said that uh, the other part is is uh, people will follow just about anything. Predominantly, people like to follow stuff. And, right. And it's funny. I love Twitter, and I've always preferred Twitter over all the other social media options. Mm-hmm. But one thing that got me right from the start is the follow button. I'm like, nobody's going to like that. I remember thinking, nobody's going to like Who wants to be a follower? That's a bad thing, right? But no, apparently no. Apparently people like it. I, Not I'm at all. The, I'm the odd one. I don't like following. You know, no, I don't like being a follower. I'm a follower, trendsetter. But, but following is just important as trendsetting. 
Well, because how are you going to set trends if you're not going to have uh, much more followers than trendsetters? And and again, I'm I'm being tongue in cheek. I don't consider myself a trendsetter. I don't know what I consider myself. Maybe I don't consider myself. But I definitely or maybe you are want to be a follower. Maybe I just might be the maverick. And who knows? Maybe by the time this posts, sometime tomorrow, shortly after it, everybody's going to be on the crawdaddy wagon. I don't think anybody's going to be on the crawdaddy wagon. I don't think they're still. I still don't think they're called crawdaddies. What are they called? What was I think? Crawdad? Crawfish. Crawfish. Oh, but I thought. But, it was they, a... but if pe- people from from the south, from that area, I guess Louisiana, kind of Arkansas area, call them bugs. Bugs. They call them mud bugs or bugs. I've heard of mud bugs. Yeah. Why would like, anybody eat thing. that shit? Like honestly, because they're, they're delicious. Really? Ugh, it's just... You know what, what turns me and, off? I, is, anything's is, delicious when you boil it in, in 65 pounds of seasoning. But. <laughs> just, just, I, I remember I grew up with a friend of mine, uh, Andrew Sal, and his parents owned the Chinese takeout in my neighborhood, on my block, actually. And uh, I was staggered, floored, to find out that they weren't removing the, the poop trail from their fish and their, in their, the, the little fish in the fried rice. <laughs> right, right. Horrified. Yeah, but people off the fish until now. People are gobbling down shit trails. People are trails. gobbling down shit trails. God damn. And I, I'm from New England, so I don't have... I thought you were from New Jersey. How many, was, how many bios was, do you have? I was born in New Jersey. Okay. And I, and I moved to New England, but I... Uh, I'll tell I, you, not the, as New Jersey as Mike Weinstein is. I don't think... That's the, Mr. New Jersey. If Chris Christie wasn't such a fat piece of shit, uh, oh, I think... <laughs> no politics. Oh, sorry, sorry. I just, I just saw a picture of him on the internet with his pants so high. Um, <laughs> he does work. He reminds so me... So high. He wears them like uh like uh Fred in I Love Lucy. Yeah, like it was. I thought it was a joke. The neighbor. Really, oh, he wears the pants. But yeah. anyway, we're not gonna talk yeah. politics. But that was he just the pants really set me off. Um, is the uh, I I didn't have access to crawdad or crawfish or bugs crawdaddies or crawdaddies whatever you want to call them. Uh, I didn't have access. We, we had lobsters because New England is you know known for. Lobster. Uh, lobster. 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 Right. Everything, everything in New England, if it has an R, it's spelled with an A-H, like an ah sound. Uh, aggressively so. Agre- sometimes very aggressive. And depends on where you go, it gets more aggressive. And sometimes we, it's actually hard it. to understand. Or we get yeah. it. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, it's very, very difficult to understand. But um, I think to circle back around to where we got off there onto the crawdaddy thing again was uh, – being an effective follower is just as important as being what I, I would call it a leader, but you might call it a trendsetter um, being an effective follower because followership is just as important as being a leader. We're deep, We're really deep. As, as far as what, as far as society, as far you, as you, you have to be, you, you have to be, what? you have to be able to understand how to follow or, uh, before you can lead, you have to understand how to follow because somebody led you, right? You, you know, weren't the first. You that, weren't the that's first where person. I'm deficient, right? You I weren't the first either. person. I don't do either. To write the the cross the cross cross stables gazette, I'm a uh, lone wolf, and a one man wolf pack. Wow, <laughs> I'm cool. Yeah, wow. But I mean, wow. I, I think it's important. It, you know. Somebody, somebody before you wrote something that you read and said, "I want to write stuff." Oh, I, you know, I never thought of that. You think somebody out there is writing because I once wrote something? You never know. You never know until they tell you that. I demand some kind of kickback, monetarily speaking. If that's the case, that'd be super messed up. <laughs> like, <laughs> like somebody finally, somebody listens to all your stuff, reads all your blogs, does all this stuff. Finally comes the day where they can meet you. They're like, Cap, I've been following you since day one. I was number two. I've been following you since day one. I'm I'm the man that, that followed every blog. I shared every one of your posts. I did that, and you're like, that's great. It's going to be seventy nine ninety five. I think seventy nine ninety five is a good number. Uh, you're just going to devastate somebody's entire entire life. I think 
I think seventy nine ninety five is an excellent number. It's 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 not a lot, but it's enough to no. get them thinking. And I feel like they're they're going to be like, you know what? Here's eighty bucks, dude. Keep the change. Right. Well, well, they'll say, well, I only I, I only have twenty. I only have twenty. I'll be like, yeah. I'll be like, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. We'll, that's we'll work it out. We'll work it out later. <laughs> but I, just if that situation ever occurs for you, where somebody comes up and they said, like, I am Kaplowitz fan number two. Uh, because we're we're not sure who number one is. Probably Mike Weinstein. I was gonna uh, say it's Mike Weinstein. It's Mike Weinstein, and and he's not giving you a single penny. So, uh, <laughs> I I feel like if somebody ever comes up and says I'm number I'm number two, uh, then just don't take the don't take that dude's eighty bucks. We'll see. We'll see. It depends on what my uh, what what my bank account <laughs> looks like. You you take out your wallet and look in it, and you're like, okay, yeah, it's gonna be eighty bucks. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to charge you eighty, seventy nine ninety five, seventy nine. But you can do it in two easy payments or three easy payments if you like. But wait, there's. Oh more. no, no, I don't need payments because then we're building a relationship. Then we have to touch base again. He has to make the second payment. And then you got to take him to court when he doesn't do it. It's a real mess. It's a mess. You know, we have to we have to get a witness to sign the the the, the contract. It's a, he needs a co-signer because he doesn't have that high of a credit score. <laughs> Because all he's been doing is following your blog. All he's been doing is following his blog, and, and, and I put the fire shit. under him to be a cigar reviewer. On top of it, he's broke. This guy's my, broke. My credit is shit. I've been smoking black and milds. My wife left me. <laughs> this is all because of you. And you're like, thanks, thank you so much for your support. And he's like, I'm not supporting you. <laughs> well, you did it one time, and we still have to handle some business, but. Uh, yeah, uh, you know what? I, I feel I feel like this is a show. We're gonna end on a high note of me being a total jackass. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. So, um, Trish, thanks for coming on. Cool. Man. Let's do it again. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, don't you threaten me? Don't don't. Uh, I'm still working on this whole fried fish French fry thing. It's gonna take me a while. Crawdaddies. Crawdaddies. That's the uh, we named the episode. Crawdaddies. Crawdaddies in the Crosswinds Gazette. Oh, you know what it should be? It should be like whenever you and me do one of these shows, because this is like a revolving cast of uh, whatever, you know, plus ones. Mm. Every time you, every time the plus one is you on this cat plus one, it should be uh, Ke- Kevin and Cap, the crawdaddies. <laughs> I, I feel like we sound, we sound like a, uh, like we should be wearing zoot suits. <laughs> <laughs> I was I, I was thinking like uh, like 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 old school folk. You know, like, or, like maybe right. you're blown into a jug. I was thinking like yeah. the Brian Setzer Orchestra. Like uh, you're playing a large guitar, and I was playing an upright bass. <laughs> it was, and it's like our song started with people snapping. I, I like it. I like it. You, you know, a, a problem though is like I can't grow sideburns. I've, I've never been able to grow like a nice, uh, bulky uh, sideburn kind of thing that where I can manicure. Good. Yeah, I can't grow a mustache. Oh, I can. How do you live? I, I, have I, have right, I have one right now, and you can't even tell. I, I have uh, to free my mustache from my beard again. But, uh, it's terrible. Wait, me? No, just I'm the fact ter- that I can't grow a mustache. I, you come on my show and call my mustache terrible? Uh, no, you got back to selfieing the other day. Yes, yes, selfieing as a verb. I, I selfied uh, over at the Instagram. I did, and, yeah. And Phil Phil Carew jumped on there and said, "What is selfied?" Right, 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 right. And I was like, "I'll give you an answer, uh, seventy nine ninety five. <laughs> but boom, this guy <laughs> you're like the my pillow guy. What's up? <laughs> Whoa, what a guy! I love that. That's not good, but uh, good guy. I like the my pillow guy. I appreciate his body of work. Now there's an artist I like. That's, that's what I'm saying. Uh, the slap chop guy was more of an artist until the whole cocaine, but that's beside the point. Right, but cocaine is a, is, is it's a good art drug. I'm not I'm not a proponent of cocaine, although now it's legal in the great state of Oregon where I'm currently residing. I don't partake, however, but uh, cocaine is a good drug for an artist. Sure, sure. You know, uh, liquor is is a good if you want to call it a drug for an artist. Marijuana, I've never been convinced that it's any kind of an artist uh, drug. I don't, I don't I think that art, of... that art would be very slow. Or maybe food. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, like a, like a bag of Doritos? I, I don't know. 
I don't know. We're drifting. I'm, I'm right. going to stop recording this, and I'm going to let you go. i got to walk my dog. He's, it, he's crying. Yes. My door. <laughs> yeah, I don't know how many, if that picked up or not. But, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see. He'll drag me through the park. Ugh, cool. Man. All right, we'll All right. Let's do it again. Yeah, again, don't threaten me, but, yeah, maybe. Just right. calm Wait. down. Easy yeah, I, mean, I, I might call you tomorrow or something. I don't know. Uh, all right, yeah, that's fine. Crud yeah, that's fine. Yeah, crud. This, this, yeah. This, has been, this, this has been Kevin and Captain Crudaddies. Amazing. I, I didn't like that one. I didn't like that one.